How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet to record today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to elders past and present. Hey there, Disney Files. Thanks for tuning in. Just a little warning that whilst we like to keep things bright and light here at Dissecting Disney Ditties, occasionally we do drop in a bad word or two. So if you're listening at home or in the car with the kidlets, you might want to listen to this later. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, the president will now be here to answer any questions. Uh, well, thank you all for coming. I, I do have time for a couple of questions. Over here, Mr. President. Mr. President. from CNN. The people want to know, what is the best Disney song? That's all the time I have for today. Thank you very much. Mr. Mr. President, you, you, can't, you can't walk away from this. Mr. Mr. President. Hello, hello, and welcome to Dissecting Disney Ditties with Stackers and Will. In person! In person! I'm Stackers. And I'm Will, and on this show we take each Disney classic and we break it down song by song in an attempt to answer the impossible question. What is the best Disney song? Oh, bother. Um, yeah, look, it's a good question. I uh, don't know if we've got an answer yet. We've got some. We've got some that are contenders, I think. But um, we've got plenty of opinions. Plenty of opinions. Plenty of opinions. <laughs> Mostly that... on what not is. The best. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. We do love talking about uh, what we hate, but mm-hmm. we also love talking about what we love. How are you going, Stackers? Um, I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? Um, look, it's good to be back in person. I can see you. Yeah, I know. You walked in the door. I was like, whoa, hang on. In real time. (laughs) And you're not glitching. This is amazing. No, no. Very, very little lag on my end, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) What's been happening? Uh, We are are free. We are free. We did it. Um, I celebrated my freedom by staying at home and painting a fence. What about you? I got my, like my weekend just filled up. Basically, uh, like my family it's wanted to, to catch up. It's hard to be popular. It is. It's really hard to be popular. Can you please take away all my friendships? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, like my family wanted to catch up one day. Angie's family wanted to catch up one day, which is great. Yeah. And then I filled up like the Saturday night with um, a mate's birthday drinks. Uh, and I'm still recovering. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, look, to be completely honest with you, I was in a foul mood yesterday when I decided to watch this movie. So that's the context with which I'm going to be talking about it. Oh, no. No, I loved it. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it was exactly what I needed. I, okay. Like legitimately, I got home. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to watch this fucking movie. I just want to go to bed. I am so tired. My head is thumping. And I put it on and it's delightful. Like, spoiler just alert. Makes the world a better place. It really does. It's just a very charming movie. And what movie is that, Will? The movie that we are talking about today is 
Winnie the Pooh. No, I better get the the thing right. The Hang full on. title. Roll sound. Rolling. Sound production. Take two. Already, already, we're using that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, already, already. Uh, uh, just for context purposes, I have the mixer next to me, and I programmed all these sounds into it, and I'm very proud that I get to use them. So <laughs> he's pretty pumped that he gets to press that whenever he feels like it. Now, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, the movie that we're talking about today is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh from 1977. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> that abruptly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I should have let it go more. Oh, well. <laughs> we can fix in post. That's it. <laughs> um, have you seen this before? I have never, ever seen this before. Although maybe I have because I don't really feel like I remember any of the storylines, but just the general vibe of everything, I feel like I really remember. Like, I just get it. Like, yeah, Winnie the Pooh is a bear who is always chasing honey. Tigger is a bouncy tiger. Like, I feel like I know that. Yeah, well um, done on just basic character descriptions. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud that I uh, <laughs> had a basic understanding of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I felt like I had seen it before, but interestingly, the thing that smacked me with nostalgia yeah. was the opening framing device of the bear on the shelf, like the, yeah, the real okay. life. the live action thing. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that room. I don't know why, but I vividly remember that. Okay. This, um, yeah. I don't know if they used it to frame other poo releases, like maybe on Saturday Disney. Or, I've got no idea, mm. but that was so familiar to me. So you're saying if Disney dropped another poo on us... You're not certain if <laughs> As long they... as they frame it with that, I'll, I'll enjoy it. Um... Mm, thank you for this poo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Get it out of your system, Will. And that was not a joke. That was not a joke. But you need to get all of this out of your system now because we're not making this a podcast about poo jokes, okay? This will not be the poo joke episode. No, so. no. We're, we're talking very seriously about I can poo. tell you've got a list ready to go. So just fire them all at once. Get it done. Oh, no. I don't think I could do that to you. Get it done. have to come out when you least expect it. Oh, my goodness. Much like the best poo. So... Um, so the uh, the most exciting thing about us being in person mm. is that for the first time ever, we're going to do Disney Dranks. Disney Dranks, y'all. Person, absolutely. I am so excited by this because um, you know, up until now, it's just been me drinking alone in my house, or you drinking alone in your house, and that's not healthy. So now we can drink in my house together. Oh yay! And today, stackers, we are drinking the honey pot. Now, the honey pot is a very sort of spirit forward cocktail, so it's very, very uh, heavy on spirit flavour. We have 60 millilitres of bourbon, just any sort of bourbon you can get. Um, I used Russell Reserve 10-year, but, you know, that's just because I'm a fancy lad. Um, you can also, with that, you're going to mix 20 millilitres of lemon juice and 20 millilitres of a honey syrup, which is basically just a, a, a one-to-one ratio of uh, honey and water that you heat over a stove, just until it starts simmering and all the honey sort of dissolves into the water. So oh, so this was effort. Yeah, yeah, it took, some, it took some pre-planning, you know. First time back together, had to do it, but anyway... Uh. Cheers. Cheers. Not a sound effect. No. That was real. <laughs> Woo! 
Mm. Lemon, you said lemon juice? Yeah. 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 It's like, wee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like I said, very like spirit forward. If anyone out there drinks mm. like old fashions regularly, it's kind of like an old fashioned. It's just got honey syrup instead of, you know, your bitters and sugar. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, that's a lot better than I expected it to be. Mm. It smells really nice. Mm. Yeah. The, it's funny. The honey doesn't actually come through in it all that much. No, but I feel like it really shifts the taste of the bourbon. Like something yeah, in there yeah. tastes more, like, kind of fun. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's the honey pot, guys. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. You will find the recipe on our Instagram. <laughs> I feel like we say that a lot and I just keep forgetting to put the recipes I've up started like, doing it. Oh, excellent. There we um, go. But did you take a photo of this in front of the bottles? Uh, You're going to have to make another one. Yeah, okay. That's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. I'll have to make another one of these drinks, aren't Oh, no. damn. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, shall we jump into Stats with Stackers? I must say, having these programmed into the board makes me mm. feel like I'm on a legit radio show right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So it makes us feel professional, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to sing them <laughs> yeah. to fill the gaps. Although I feel like I'm, I'm more... Um, I'm more nervous about doing this now live because there's so many times when like we had to do like huge edits on the remote records because we were either delayed or glitching oh, or we we're having to repeat so things bad. and stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh, no, I can't stuff up. I go, oh, God, yeah. I go, oh, oh, we're doing it all. There were so many moments where Will would go on a tangent, he'd get to the end and I'd hear the last word and say, can you say that all again? <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, I don't know what I said. <laughs> Good times. This is very nice. Okay, so where are we in the world of Disney? It is 1977, but this is a bit of a confusing one because Mm. this is actually a package film. Yeah. Um. So the package package film for those who don't know is when you get a series, um, like a series of little mini films, and then you glue them together and go, "It's a movie." Yeah, we've kind of talked about one already on Patreon. Um. So. Join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dissecting Disney. Cinderella 2 was a bit of a package film. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. too. So just sort of three mini films mm. with a, a larger framing device. Terrible movie. Listen to our yeah, episode on it. This yeah. is better. <laughs> much better. Much bar. better. <laughs> um, and I believe this is the last one that Disney did. I think so, at least in terms of the mainstream ones. Mm. Yeah. So um, this is technically, we keep saying these things like this was the last film the Sherman Brothers worked on. This is the last film that Disney worked on. Um, This is the last film that technically Walt Disney and the Sherman Brothers worked on Mm. because although this came out in 1977, the first film came out in 1966. Yeah. So a bit of a weird time for, for Disney. Yeah. So this is basically a desperate attempt to just release something because mm. at this point in time, Disney is like super focused on theme parks. Yeah. Yeah. And they were building like a mountain resort thing okay. somewhere in, uh, I did write this down, it was somewhere I'd never heard of, Mineral King, California, which sounds like a theme park in itself. Come yeah. to Mineral King. Mineral King. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, yeah, so they were building that and a lot of money went into that and that ultimately failed, which is why you're looking at me like I've never heard of that before because it didn't, yeah. didn't become a thing. It just I can't get the idea of like this old prospector out of my head. Yeah. Like, All right, I'm the Mineral King. <laughs> pew, pew, get out of here, boy. <laughs> 
place, not the park. Yeah. Now I'm just envisioning like this troll on a bridge. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that never happened. Disney goes there and he has to pay like a blood <laughs> sacrifice. Oh, Mineral King, can I enter your kingdom? <laughs> he did, just not for this. Um, yeah. And so, so that's where like the focus really is. And even um, at this time, even films that are mildly successful are just not successful in terms of comparing it to the actual successful films. Yeah. So they're releasing um they're releasing some great films such as uh The Bears and I. Mm-hmm. Um The Island at the Top of the World and if you love that, The Strongest Man in the World. Um <laughs> Strongest Ap- Man in the World starring future superstar Kurt Russell. Get out of the world. Mm. Get out get out of the world. Get, get out, out of the, out the world. world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um the Apple Dumpling Gang. Like these are just like random movies no one's ever heard of. No deposit, no return. So mm. um sorry if I've just listed one of your favorite films of all time and just <laughs> crapped all over it. But they're just not making a lot of money. Mm. Um it, it, it is funny cuz uh, like in doing research for bonus episodes and trying to work out what we should be doing next and stuff. I've I've found this just these lists of all these movies like what you're saying. They just don't exist. Yeah. So really really weird time. Yeah, they're just I guess it's all like theme park, theme park, theme park. Oh, yeah, we make movies as well. And then even smaller on the priority scale is, oh, we also make animated features, which we have mentioned. People were trying to just tell them to just stop. Mm. You know, they're not making any money, just quit. And so Winnie the Pooh, um, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh is basically three films. It's Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, which was released in 1966. Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, which was released in 1968, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2, which was 1974. So this spans nearly 10 years of films, Mm. and you can really tell if you look at the first one, the last one, we have jumped time and we've jumped technology. Um, Particularly as well, um, I'm assuming you're going to talk about it at some point, but Christopher Robin's voice (laughs) changes so drastically over those three movies. And accent. And accent, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this was just kind of like a this this is popular. This will make money. Mm. Let's make it a film. And basically, um, we'll we'll get a bit more into this when we're talking about the synopsises. But Walt Disney loved this story mm. and said we can make this a film, but we can make it, I guess, more significant if we cut it up. So instead of making a film, yeah, okay. Um, we'll be able to embed it more into pop culture if we spread it out. It was very clever. Mm. So instead of doing one Winnie the Pooh film and it either flies or falls, you just sort of like drip drip feed these characters. And like that's why in the first film you haven't got... Drip feed the poo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but that's why you haven't got like Tigger in the first movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Cause yeah, they're kind right. of like just slowly releasing the characters mm. um, by first just establishing the main kind of characters. Disney really pioneered, I guess, what the Marvel universe yeah. has become so <laughs> famous for. It's like, ah, oh, here's a post credit sequence where Tigger's like, Hey, I want to join the Avenger initiative. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm sure like Stan Lee was watching that thinking, I know what I can do. <laughs> yeah. It was this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I no, I feel like we'll we'll do the synopsises before I go into the backstory of Winnie the Pooh itself. Sure. Uh, so for those, I'll I'll start with mine. For those of you who have not seen this film or seen any of these films, I should say because there's three of them. Mm-hmm. This is my very very brief attempt at trying to summarize all three of them into one. And when I say all three, the whole thing went for like an hour and hour and fifteen. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was super very short. short. Very short. Super short. So very digestible. 
The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is a collection of stories about a silly old bear stuffed with fluff and a very confusing digestive system. <laughs> Being the last of the package feature films, this is a collection of three movies, Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree, Winnie the Pooh and the Blistery Day, and Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Winnie the Pooh and the Honey Tree introduces Winnie the Pooh as a lovable, adorable, and silly old bear who has a compulsive addiction to honey. He borrows a balloon and floats up to a tree, raids Rabbit's house, and gets his butt stuck in the door. It's here we meet the stupid fucking Disney edition that is Gopher. He gets oh. rescued. <laughs> the end. Okay. Next up is Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, and here we meet Tigger. And I kind of fell asleep in the last one because there was no music, so I can't remember what that was about, but I think mm. it rained. Uh... You know, I actually don't remember. It was really weird. It's the yeah. one where he's following his own footsteps around the tree. Oh, they're trying to get rid oh, of Tigger. and then Tigger bounces into the yeah, tree. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of Tigger. It rains in the blustery day. Mm. Um, Rabbit's trying to, like, lose Tigger in the mist or something. Yeah. It's weird. And then, like, it's really sad at the end when he says, you're not allowed to bounce anymore and Tigger looks yeah. so sad. Yeah. Tigger's, uh, Tigger's a bit of a legend. I really like Tigger. Yeah. Yeah. Who was your favourite? I, I really loved... Winnie the Pooh himself, yeah. uh, and I really loved Tigger. Um, didn't care for Rabbit, didn't care for Gopher, didn't care for Piglet. Ah, oh, Piglet was all right, I guess. Piglet's my least favorite. Actually, Gopher's my least favorite, but I just pretend he doesn't exist yeah, because, yeah. as he says himself, I'm not even in the book. Like, they make a good point <laughs> of trying not to offend Milne yeah, fans yeah. by making a really good point of, like, mm. he's not in the book, he's not part of the story, he's just there because you know, Disney wanted Captain America with the most annoying speech impediment you've ever yeah. heard. That's why. That's partly why I hated him. I yeah. Just, just the whistling. I can't do it. Yeah. But oh, Actually, nice. something that this movie does do quite well is that breaking of the fourth wall. I yeah. really, really, I thought it would annoy me at first because when, when it starts off, and like I said, I was in a pretty foul mood when I started, I was like, oh, is that going to get frustrating? But it actually really worked for it. And I really, really liked it. And it's moments like that where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. It works. It's yeah. not it's not on the nose. I think it's a really pretty framing device. I really like how they keep appearing in the book. Yeah. And they make use of the text sometimes within the animation. Yeah. Like when Tigger it has to let go of the, the tree and, and he, step yeah. on the text. I think it's really, really cute. And um and I've seen the 2011 um rendition of Winnie the Pooh and they keep that, which I think Very is cool. really, really yeah. cool. Um, if anything, they make more creative use of how they, they use the text in the book. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think it's it's great because it's really reflective of how the original story is written. Yeah. And speaking of the original story. Yes, I have it right here. We need a little like intro bit of music for this. Um, it's the original story, original story. Everything's like a <laughs> 90s sitcom TV. Yeah. Intro in my head. <laughs> du -du 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 -du. Original story. All right. Winnie the Pooh was written by Alan Alexander Milne and was first published in October 1926. However, prior to this, Pooh first appeared. <laughs> Pooh first appeared in the London Evening News on on Christmas Eve 1925 in a story called The Wrong Sort of Bees. This then formed the first chapter of the book. The following is a summary of that chapter. The story begins with a preface about why Winnie the Pooh is named so and moves right along. It's told in a way that Milne would have told it to his son, Christopher Robin. He refers to Christopher as you, as in you and Pooh walked hand in hand to the tree. It's adorable. That does sound adorable. It I'm is very really, really sweet. And mm. he kind of flicks back and forth a little bit between you 
and Christopher Robin. Like he's right. in the story and then he's out of the story. But to me, it just flowed really well. Like, yeah. And it's only that chapter after that he's always Christopher Robin. Okay, right. Um, the story is very much the same as the movie, except Christopher Robin takes a gun with him everywhere because just in case. Uh, just in case of what? Nobody knows, but it's a great way to teach young children to arm themselves before the age of 12. <laughs> Far out. Is, is um, A.A. Milne an American or a, a British person? Do we know? British, because it was in the London. Yeah, of course. Times. Interesting. That's, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh wants honey and figures he can fly up there with a balloon. So gets Christopher Robin to give him one leftover balloon from Piglet's birthday party. They have a think about whether a blue or green balloon would make for a better disguise. Blue looks like the sky, green looks like a tree, and Winnie the Pooh goes and rolls around in mud to become the rain cloud. He picks a blue balloon and up he floats. There are songs written in the book, but they're different to what you hear in the film. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so you see, it's interesting because you see the text for the song in the book in yeah. the in the film, but they've changed the lyrics completely. They're not even like right. remotely similar. <laughs> okay. That was going to be a question I had because I, I would have appreciated the lyrics more, I guess. But um, I would say the lyrics are slightly better in the movie. Yeah. They're a okay. little bit clunky in the book. Okay. All right. Uh, the big point of difference between the book and the film is how Winnie the Pooh gets down. In the movie, Winnie the Pooh gets chased by bees and crashes or something. I've already forgotten. <laughs> anyway, the point is that the, in the book, Christopher Robin shoots him. <laughs> Four, okay. I miss seeing your face when you're reading these. Uh, that genuinely stunned me. Okay. <laughs> Far out. Um, but uh, this is a kid's story, so of course Winnie the Pooh doesn't die. He just says, ow, because that will teach kids great lessons about gun safety. And then good old Christopher Robin takes a second shot and hits the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I want to say to that. <laughs> um, because the silly old bear was holding onto the string so long, his arms got stuck in a sort of raise the roof kind of deal for weeks. Due to this lack of movable limbs, flies now come to sit on his nose and he can't properly shoo them away. And that is why he is now called Poo. <laughs> Ten bucks to Stacey if Will says, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So, hang on. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, like, they do explain, and I will explain why he's called Winnie the Pooh in a moment, but, and they say why in the book, but then at this point, he says, and that, I believe, is perhaps why he's actually called Poo. Because he has flies hanging around him <laughs> like a stinky poo, not because he's some sort of cute little, like, Oh, fucking hell. Wow. All right. <laughs> um, the story ends like all good kids' stories do. A.A. Milne is back to writing in first person and watches Christopher Robin walk away with poo trailing behind. <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> um, he makes a point of telling readers he might watch his son have a bath. <laughs> Jesus, then reminds us all once again that guns don't kill people. The end. That took a very strange turn. I am very so, stunned by most of what I read. It is. Uh, I was saying this before we went to record, but I read it and thought, oh, that's really cute and it's really sweet. And I, I just, I must say, I'm in love with the whole Winnie the Pooh. Mm. I don't want to say franchise, but the story. And... um. 
And then I thought, oh, gee, the writing the original synopsis is going to be really just fluffy, like, oh, it's so cute. But then when I actually read it, yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is weird. Because the, it's <laughs> the 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 like gun fetishization is very strange, and that's something that we noticed in the movie. I think Angie actually um, pointed it to me at one point and said, yeah. "That's really weird." Who and grabs a gun? But yeah, I can't remember why? It's because of the blustery night. So That's the right. wind's like blowing and he's he's scared. He thinks it's a monster yeah. or something. Because I said to Tim, I was like, is that a gun yeah. at the end of his bed? Yeah. And and it's just before Tigger arrives for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, Angie sort of turned to me and goes, that's really weird. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Very strange. So it was kind of like taking it out of the balloon bit and then putting it in the Tigger bit. It was, yeah, it yeah. was just, just weird. But I find it really weird that, you know, Pooh says, ow, and Christopher Robin says, did I hurt you? He's like, no. Like, okay. But then at the end of the book, end of, end of the chapter, yeah. they make another point of just a room, uh, because Christopher Robin turns around to his dad and says, did I hurt Pooh? Mm. And <laughs> I can't look you in the face when I say that. And um, <laughs> and his dad says, no, no, of course you didn't. Like once again, mm. it's all right, kids. Guns don't kill people. Arm yourselves. <laughs> Before you head to kindergarten. Yeah, that seems like a really weird desensitization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was weird in the movie, but it's way weirder in the book. Yeah. That... He grabs a gun just in case. Mm. Of what? Mm, yeah. And I'm going to go watch him have a bath because it's... he's been playing with poo all day. So. <laughs> I just, I read it like kids are meant to understand or. Even be smarter. Like kids are meant to be smarter than the characters in this. Yeah, Pooh yeah. is so stupid. Yeah. Um. But the gun thing, when it's like just in case, is sort of like we're meant to understand. And yeah. I I don't know what gun toting upbringing they've had. Yeah, it feels really weird. Like, did the UK have like a a war or something? Well, I mean, yeah, they they had you know, pretty hefty involvement in World War One, which is you know ten years before that, by the sounds of it. Um. Yeah, I'm actually really interested to hear about. You know, when they sort of de-armed the citizenship. Anyway, that's a bit of a sidebar. We, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. But, okay, moving on to uh, how we got here. So yeah. um, <laughs> basically Christopher Robin in real life mm. is A.A. A. Milne's son. Yeah, okay. And when he was five, he was given a bear named Edward. She right. says with a question mark on her head, but I'm pretty sure it's Edward. And... Uh, I don't know, something happened he wanted to rename the bear. Mm. And there was a bear in the London Zoo and they, they visited the zoo a lot and there was a bear named Winnie, full name Winnipeg. That's a place, isn't it? Yeah. So because the guy that donated the bear to the zoo was from Winnipeg or something, something okay, dry yeah. like that. So yeah. anyway, the bear's named Winnie and Christopher liked that name. So that's where the Winnie bit comes from. Mm. The poo bit comes from... There was a, I don't know, they were by a lake. There was a black swan. They called it Pooh. Hmm. Winnie the Pooh. I, I got know. nothing. No, it, I got it, nothing. It's, it's, it's strange, but that's what it's, it's a bear and a swan. They were by a lake. It was a sewage treatment plant. <laughs> I saw a swan, or was it a swan? <laughs> and then I took a bath. So in the book, Christopher Robin shows the bear to his dad and says, this is Winnie the Pooh. Mm. And the dad says, why did you name it Winnie? That's a girl's name. And Christopher Robin says, no, it's Winnie the Pooh. Don't you know what the means? 
And A.A. Milne says, oh, and then I understood. In a kind of like, you know, kids are weird, they'll know whatever they want. But it's <laughs> actually Winnie hyphen the hyphen poo. So it's never Winnie. This is right, why he's yeah. never called Winnie. He's called Poo. Yeah, He's okay. never called Winnie because that's not Because that's not his name. His name. It's, his full name it's is Winnie, Winnie the, Pooh. the Pooh. Okay. So the hyphens disappeared when Disney brought it, bought right. it, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so in reality, Christopher Robin had that bear. He also had Eeyore, Tigger, Kanga, and Piglet. Mm-hmm. And then I think Owl, and I want to say, is am I missing a character? Rabbit. Mm. So Owl and Rabbit were Disney extensions. Oh, okay. And then the fucking gopher. Right. Because <laughs> Owl and Rabbit feel like they belong in the same world. Gopher yeah. doesn't. Gopher is just random and yeah. annoying. So, and they're all on display. The toys are on display at the New York Public Library now, except Rue is missing. So they've okay. got Kangada, but not Rue. And apparently oh. when he was like 13, he lost it in an apple orchard or something. Fucking Christopher Robin. But can you imagine if you found it? <laughs> You'd be rich. How's that as a sentence though? Like what is your life when you're like, oh, I lost my bear, my my Rue in the apple orchard. What is my life? He's freaking Christopher Robin is yeah, what he is. He's yeah, a, I wish I had an apple orchard. He's a guy who lived in the hollow fame provided by his father because of his super recognisable name, who grew up, married his cousin and opened a bookstore. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. That took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> and then refused all royalties and uh, pretty much like disowned his father and then his mother disowned him and, you know, they all lived miserably ever after. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I did it. Did it. I checked him out. And it wasn't a happy story. He was just kind of like, you know, fuck my dad for using my name. And I kind of get that. Like, but change your name, I guess. Yeah, Unless like, you're going to pull a John Proctor and be like, but it is my it name. It is my name. <laughs> well, Daniel Day Lewis is lining up to. I was so in love with him when we studied that in literature at school. Yeah. DDL. And he's like, he's not in an attractive state at that point. But oh. I don't know. Daniel Day-Lewis in like his gruff period pieces. Yeah. Anyone who's seen There Will Be Blood, you know what I'm talking about. DDL. That was a real Emma. If Emma's listening, she'll know who she is. And, yeah, so basically then A.A. Milne. It's so annoying to say that. What did I say his name was? Alexander. No, Alan. Alan Alexander. Alan Alexander. But This needed more rap. I'm going to rap the next bit. So Alan published Poo in a article in the paper back in 19... I can't do this, but anyway. He publishes... Uh, the the B story, which forms chapter one of the book, which is ten chapters long, and basically Disney manages to cover all of the chapters in these three films and the two thousand and eleven film. Right. So between okay. those two films, they cover all ten. Oh, cool! All right, I'm really looking forward to seeing the two thousand and eleven one because I've never seen it before. It's cute. Yeah, it's I'm really looking cute. forward. And the music is written by the Lopez's. Yeah. Yeah, which I assume then got them. Let it go. Yeah, frozen. let it go. We will get there. <laughs> Not soon enough. <laughs> so uh, basically, in '61, Walt Disney buys the rights and gives it to Wooly Ritherman to make a movie. Who says, "I'll cast my son" because he casts his son in everything. Everything. Yeah. And uh, and that's that's all the backstory I have on that. 
Um, quick question for you, which you may or may not know the answer to. Were these released on TV? Were they released before films? What? How were they released? They were, I'm 99% sure I'm right here, but they were released on TV. Right, okay. And then the film was Packaged released together as a film. As a film. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right. The framing device is quite nice. I really like the sort of live yeah. action start. I really like the little sort of... Um, Epilogue, I guess you'd call it at the end, where Christopher Robin sounds like he's leaving. Oh, it's and that's Willy Rodman's son, and he's legit crying in the oh, booth. Oh. I watched like an interview with him as a as a man, mm. and he was reflecting on that, and he said, "I was just so upset to be done with the the Pooh franchise, and yeah. I was crying when I was reading those lines." And you can sort of hear it because he's saying, "You know, please don't forget about me." And mm. yeah, um, it's. I just think it's such a, a beautiful, beautiful story. I did mm. find the third film kind of boring. I think, yeah. I better make sure my phone's on silent. <laughs> um, I think by the third film I was getting just – I was just a bit tired, I think. Mm. And it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. I think it's just that when you've gone through the other two and you're just a bit like, okay, yeah, I know where this is going to go. Which one was bit. your favourite? Uh, I really liked Blustery Day, um, but I also really liked the honeypot, the, um, you know, black cloud. Little black cloud. Uh, what did I say that was called? Oh, the honey tree. Honey tree. I really liked the honey tree. I just thought it was cute, a very cute opening. Um, but yeah, I thought Blustery Day was fun with like the introduction of Tigger and, you know, with the, the whole fun sidebar at Al's house that like blows over and he's just sitting out the front <laughs> on his like rocking chair telling a story as, if, <laughs> as they come to find his house. I thought that was all very cute. Um, how about yourself? My favorite film was the first one. Yeah. Because of one of your least favorite characters, Rabbit. I love Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. I think Rabbit is just trying so hard to just keep things in order and Pooh is just fucking it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And when (laughs) when Pooh is stuck in the door and he draws (laughs) a face on his butt and like hangs a shelf on his feet. Yeah. yeah. uh, I just, I adore Rabbit. I think he's so funny. Yeah. Um, And I just, I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. Um, but definitely, yeah, Rabbit and Tigger are my top two. I think the only reason why I don't uh, resonate with Rabbit at all is because I'm totally the Winnie the Pooh in that situation. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm hungry. Can you just give me some food, please? And I'm definitely Rabbit. Like, yeah. get the fuck out yeah. of my house. <laughs> what are you doing here, Will? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> yeah. So have you um, have you seen that Canadian Medical Association um, image about all the disorders that each yes, character represents. I have. I, I, I wanted to look it up, but I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So um, I can test you by giving you a character and you can tell me what you think the disorder is, or I can give you the disorder and you can tell me which character. Uh, give me the character. Let's see if we could do this. Uh, for those who, you know, context purposes, I did study psychology, but it was a number of years ago. Oh, okay. So I, I don't quite Now remember. we need like that Um, uh, who wants to be a millionaire. Hey. Okay. Fix we'll it start post. with the big guy, All right. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Winnie the Pooh, I feel like, is a compulsive eater. Impulsive eating disorder. Ding! There we're we definitely going to put game show stuff on here. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, piglet. Piglet anxiety. Ding! Yeah. Rabbit. I feel like some sort of 
obsessive compulsive disorder. Ding! Yeah. Eos. Eos depression, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> yeah. You get no points for that. <laughs> that one's obvious. Um, he's my favourite. And in the book, I can't remember if they do this in the 2011 movie, um, but he has a birthday. Okay. And in the book, he says to Pooh, you know, I'm so special. Can you see all the – look at all the presents and the cake and the pink decorations and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pooh says, I can't see that. He also says, Ooh. neither can I. Ooh. Joke. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Eeyore. Oh, Eeyore. <laughs> Getting his, like, little tail nailed in. Oh, yeah. it's just so – Oh, it's not much of a tale, but no. I'm kind of attached to it. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Okay, uh, continuing with the game show. Owl. Owl's a tricky one. Owl, Owl has two. Okay. Um, I'm going to say like some sort of neurodegenerative disorder like Alzheimer's or... Oh, you're sort of on the right track. Dementia. A little less old people-y. No. I'm not going to get it. Starts with D. Think about like all these signs around his house. Oh, around the place. He, he's in charge of making a lot of the signs. He's really smart, but he has dyslexia. Oh, really? Because nothing is spelt right. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I did notice that, but I guess maybe I... Because, I mean, that's something that's very cute about the movie is that, like, the map that is in the front of the book that opens is all written like a child has misspelled everything. Yeah, which I that's find really cute. annoying. Um, I just hate misspellings. I'm like, children are watching this. Mm. Children are learning. And that is not Haysbar House with yeah. the W. Yeah, and I think it, they make a big point of it in the book because P- um, Pooh starts asking, like, what does that mean? And mm. it's just total mumbo-jumbo. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. But his second one is narcissistic personality. He does talk about himself a lot. So a that, lot. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Even when it's clear, like, no one wants to hear it, dude. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, Which, again, was so funny story. when he's sitting in his chair at the yeah. front after his <laughs> house has fallen down. Did I tell you about the time? That I <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, floating away. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Um, okay, Tigger. Uh, attention deficit hyperactive disorder. ADHD. That character is red lollies dipped in cordial and coated in sugar. Mm, yeah. I love him. Oh, I love him too. He is. It's very draining. I don't want to teach him. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> no, look, Tigger means well. And that's why I think I didn't take to Rabbit so much as well because I was like, Tigger's fine. Stop yeah. shutting him down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the... That's the kid we really don't like, the one that shuts Tigger down. Yeah. But I, I think I'm a little bit rabbit. That's probably why. <laughs> um, you can do a test to find out which one you are. Really? Like, and I did it, but I can't remember what it gave me. We'll have to find it and do it. Yeah, I remember completely Facebook. disagreeing with it, but I hadn't watched the movie yet, so I probably need to do it again. Dissecting Disney, Disney stackers on Facebook. It probably gave me Rue, and at the time I was like, what the fuck, I'm totally poop. Yeah. <laughs> Is this because I'm Australian? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Kanga. This one I didn't think was super obvious. Just like... I don't know if it's if it's a, like a disorder or anything, but she just seems like a very overprotective parent. Yeah, social anxiety. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see that, yeah, yeah. Um, Rue? This one, again, I was like, ah, I guess maybe I wasn't paying enough attention. I can't pick Rue. Rue's just loud. Um, and has he autism? I don't know that I uh, 
recall that. Yeah, me neither. I thought maybe, m- maybe more in the book, mm. or maybe if we watch the other three films, because I think Rue was just like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I- I'd be interested to rewatch it, or at least rewatch some clips through that lens and see whether like I agree with them. I, I suppose. Yeah. Because yeah. like I said, I, I did remember there was just something. Just not a focus character. No. No. I'd put both of them confused about where they came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The accents are not uh, not fun. I have to say, I'd rather them speak in an American accent than pull at rescuers and mildly, and I mean mildly, attempt an yeah. Australian accent. I'm really glad we don't have to talk about rescuers down under. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Okay, final one, mm. and this one requires a bit of lateral thinking. Christopher Robin. Uh, it's good. <laughs> It's going to be something like schizophrenia. You're so good at this. Ding, ding, ding. Ba-ba, money falls. Yay, Yay. you've won Squid Game. <laughs> hey, did you watch Squid Game? Hell yeah. How I watched good Squid is it? Game. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. I When I first started watching it, I just, I don't know, I got freaked out by the, the kind of opening scene, how violent and uh, it was. Yeah. And I thought, oh, God. But, you know, Tim was like, everyone's talking about this movie. And I was like, well, we'll persist. Yeah. And my goodness, it hooks you. By the end of that first episode, mm. we binged and binged and binged. And it was actually Tim who was like, we have to go to bed. <laughs> and I was like, we, but I want to know. Yeah, we got to the point where it was like midnight or something. And mm. we had three or four episodes to go and we're like, do we go to bed and come back tomorrow or do we just kick on? And Angie was like, no, we just kick on. Yeah. So we stayed up till about 3.30 and You've finished it. You've got to know. Yeah. And then you get to binge all the videos about the foreshadowing and mm. the things you missed. Yeah. Oh my God, i got to watch it again. Yeah. It is <laughs> exceptional. Do highly recommend it. Highly, there, there's, highly recommend. There's a, there's a part I really hated, but yeah. We'll talk about that off mic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No spoilers. Did you watch it dubbed or... Uh, we watched it with subtitles. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that that's the only way to do these films. Same with like um, yeah. Parasite. Yeah, and Speed, mm, Ice Pier- Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I just uh, it's kind of funny once you've watched a bit, and we did the same thing with um, not Black Mirror. It was a German movie that we absolutely loved, Dark. I think it's oh, called. Oh yeah, is that like the Stranger Things Gen- type? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Dark is great if you haven't watched it. Haven't watched it. Been meaning to. Yeah, we watched it for a while in German, and then I don't know. We went to the next episode, and I said, "Let's just see what it sounds like if we put it in mm. English." And all of a sudden, it's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't get like. There's so much emotion lost. Yeah. Because when you're just standing in a booth reading something, it's hard to replicate what's being done by the actor on yeah. screen. So. And you also you just lose inflection. Yeah. Because. If you put the same emphasis at the same point, you might mm. be emphasizing a completely different word for starters, yeah. which makes yeah. it sound stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you're just you're trying to be emotional, like yeah, the person yeah. on screen, but like they don't sound ridiculous when they yeah. do. It's um, funny how like fucking nerds like me have been having this argument about dubs or subs for, <laughs> you know, thirty years with anime, <laughs> and now all of a sudden everyone else is like, oh no, well, you have to watch it with subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I was not a cool kid. That was great. Anyway, <laughs> um, maybe a future bonus episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, that's a really interesting. We should we should do that um, that test late, later. Yeah, not, yeah, you absolutely. know, because internet tests. You haven't watched Crazy Ex Girlfriend for no. crying out, Justin. <laughs> There's this moment where Josh, R- Rebecca is diagnosed with something, 
and uh, so I won't spoil that, but yeah. he decides that he he must have something and he goes on all these like quiz pop things and he, he diagnoses himself like 50 different disorders yeah, and they're yeah. like, you kind of have to pick one. And also like you can't just diagnose yourself off the internet. He's like, no, I, I yeah. definitely have them. You're, you're discriminating against my people. And they're like, who are your people? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like I said, I, I studied psychology you know many years ago yeah. and when I was going through the degree and I was learning something new, I was like, yeah, that might be it. That might be what I'm about. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. Definitely You self-diagnose so um, often. But, yeah, I definitely, I see so much of myself in probably a few of these, but Rabbit, I'm just like, I'm with you, man. Mm. I'm with you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I get poo. Yeah. I get poo. Yeah. He just, just wants snackies. He's, he's an idiot, Will, <laughs> yeah. and compliments to you. I think you're just a few few bars oh, above that. That you. silly old bear. That silly old bear. <laughs> Oh boy, um, but yeah, that, that's. Uh, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? In I think we terms uh, of the story jump into the twenty million songs. All right, so let's. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of songs to get through. So Not let's short um, songs. Yeah, a lot of short songs. Oh. So let's just take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we will talk about the songs. El música. Hi guys, Will here from Stackers and Will. Uh, just a quick reminder to, uh, you know what, I can't do this ad read live. I'm going to try it. Will here from Stackers and Will. Uh, just a quick shout out to all of our Patreons. Thank you so much for supporting us and helping us make the show as great as it possibly can be. Uh, if you are interested in supporting us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash dissectingdisney, where you'll have early access to our main feed episodes, as well as some fun bonuses we've been doing, uh, and a lot of sort of fun stuff that we've got coming up. We are also hoping to get some merch up there at some point, so come and join us. Uh, but look, if you can't support us on Patreon, if you don't have the means, that's absolutely fine, guys. We really, really appreciate you just getting the word out there, helping us by growing the show, by sharing us with your friends, sharing us with your family, and saying, hey, what is your favourite Disney song? But look, um, that's uh, that's it, guys. We will get back into the podcast now. And we're back. We are back. So something that I noticed I forgot to mention was who wrote the music and lyrics. It was indeed the Sherman Brothers. Classic. So this is post them quitting Disney, mm-hmm. but is pre- them leaving because the movies are old and it's just a confusing timeline, really. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. When this started, Disney was alive and the Shermans were still working there. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is that Winnie the Pooh is what killed Disney. (laughs) Basically. Uh, The score was by Buddy Baker, which is just a cute name for someone who... um, Buddy Baker. Who wrote music for Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that is a cute name. Names that you may recognise in the cast include Sterling Holloway, voicing Winnie the Pooh, who was mm-hmm. also Rockerfoot in The Aristocats, but I don't remember who that was. Ah, uh, The Mouse. You're good at this. Mm. I uh, loved Aristocats. <laughs> and he was also Mr. Stork in Dumbo. And Cheshire Cat. Oh, shit, that's not on my list. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's yeah. done something no, big. No, that was the big one, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. So he's he's the Cheshire Cat and also the snake in Jungle Book. Yes. Yeah, Car. Car. That was my notes, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, We've got a whole bunch of different Christopher Robins, but the most notable being Bruce Ritherman, who also voiced art in Sword in the Stone. Mm -hmm. And 
Mowgli. Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. This is what you're for to because I I write things down. You actually remember them. Yeah. Um, Eeyore is uh, no. I'm not going to do that. Cut that. Another famous voice in here is Barbara Luddy, yeah. voicing Kanga, mm-hmm. who we've just loved for years. Yep. Um, to me, she's always Meriwether from Sleeping Beauty. She yeah. did a whole bunch of other stuff, but I love her. In, I think in of the, the couple that we've sort of spoken about Barbara Luddy in, the Meriwether's probably the one that feels most like Barbara Luddy, but yeah. obviously she was Lady as well. Um, but, yeah, I just always seem to remember Meriwether. Yeah, hmm. and just her having a little like, oh, you, yeah, you yeah. make it bloop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cute. We've also got Paul Winchell as Tigger. Paul Winchell uh, popped up when we did the Aristocats as the overtly racist Chinese cat oh, in Everybody right. Wants to Be a Cat. Yes. But his most notable uh, achievement is he invented the mechanical artificial heart so That's right. props yeah. to him yep. and he's the original voice of Tigger. So you, I guess it's like try and bury the mistake of taking on that role mm. yeah. and focus on he did good for the world in two ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Paul Winchell, not a terrible person. Yes. Uh, it is narrated by Sebastian Cabot, who is the narrator, and also Bagheera, who is the... Uh, the panther. Panther. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The panther in... The Jungle Book. My memory is starting to just, it's just names. My brain It's very is just late names. in the year. The students have checked out and so yeah, have we. So <laughs> Any students listening, ah. be kind to your teachers. Yeah, be kind to your teachers because this is what we sound like after hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the names you, you will probably recognise. There's a whole bunch of others in mm. here as well. Um, and no Academy Awards for this film. However, the second film in this, which is Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day, yep. won the Academy Award for Best Short Film. The year it was released yes. or this year? No, the year it was released. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so I knew there was something weird about it. So although this didn't win an Academy Award, one section of it did. Very interesting. And another one was nominated, which was the third one. So Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2 was nominated for the same award, but it didn't win. Right. Okay. Yeah. Really, really interesting. That, yeah, that just raises more questions to me, I guess, about how the academies work. Like if, would this movie have been up for a, if like a feature length animated award, even though they'd all been released before? Really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, remember they, um, after the Jungle Book, did not even consider animated films for that's right, yeah, 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 until we get to Beauty and the Beast. So, yeah, so overall, this didn't win an award, but one piece of it did, which is interesting because I think the first one is so much better than the second one. Mm, yeah, I like yeah. the second one, but I love the first no, one. the first one just, just slaps like mm. it's just good, yeah. And the third one was nominated, I thought the third one was kind of boring. And the animation, it's just that shifted animation from. Beautifully hand drawn, mm. beautifully painted. Those backdrops yeah. are amazing in yeah. the first one. Stunning. And the second one. You get to the third one, we're going into flat Xerox. Yeah. yeah it's you just... can definitely tell that there's like, what is it, eight years or something yeah. or six years between the two. Yeah. Very, very, very jarring. Yeah. I didn't. Mm. And I think that's what turned me off straight away. I was like, oh, this looks bad. And then yeah. I wasn't invested. And then there was no music apart from. I think two more reprises of the wonderful thing about Tiggers. Mm. There's no new music. No, I, w- I was just dumb with mm. that third film. 
No, fair enough. All right, well, should we get into the songs? Let's do it. All right, we start off the movie with Winnie the Pooh. Deep in the hundred acre wood Where Christopher Robin plays You'll find the enchanted neighbourhood Of Christopher's childhood days A donkey named Eeyore is his friend And Kanga and Little Winnie the Pooh. They so in this song they mention all of the characters except Tigger because Tigger's like an outlier. Oh, okay, yep. But in the 2011 they change it to Kanga and Roo and Tigger too. So they put yeah, him in. okay. Yeah. It's like a, no, we we all we love like Tigger. Tigger. We, we like, Tigger. like a Tigger. I adore this. As soon as I hear they use this theme a lot, mm. and those violins just come with the deep in the hundred acre wood. Oh, it's so pretty. It is, yeah. Um, my heart just melts, mm. melts. I think it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I rated it very highly. Okay. I gave this five for music, five for lyrics. Wow. Four for animation, four for contribution, four for cake. Interesting. Yep. I think this is stunning and serves an amazing uh, framing. It, mm. It's an amazing framing device to just be like, here's all the characters, here's the world okay. we live in. <laughs> okay. My heart's um, already breaking. Look, I'm going to preface this by saying that I really enjoyed the music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really enjoyed the music. Mm-hmm. I did not remember most of them by the end of the movie. Winnie the Pooh. This one I remembered a little bit. A little bit. So I gave it a one for cake score. <gasps> I think, like, because I remember it from being a kid, like, it stuck with me, yeah. this song. Mm. The interesting part about this particular song is this happens over live action, not animation. Oh, no, it happens, you see the map and you see all the characters come to life. Oh, that's true. Oh, no, it does too. It starts does it in, start the in the live action, action and then goes, and goes into the book and you okay, see the cool. map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I gave yeah. it a score thinking that we would just change it to the s- staging or the scenery or something oh, like that. Oh, no, a lot of it. But you're right. Then, no, it um, does actually they happen. They introduce Winnie the Pooh and he's stuffed with fluff and stuff and he's yeah. bouncing on the letters of Winnie the Pooh. No, you're right. That yeah. does happen. It's really cute. So I've just changed my scores. Because <laughs> um, I had rated it a three, but I gave it a four instead. Mm-hmm. Okay, so music, I gave it a four. Lyrics, I gave it a four. Animation, I gave it a four. Contribution to story, I gave it a two. Cake score, I gave it a one. Right. And again, like uh, everything except for Winnie the Pooh and the Tigger song is um, forgettable. Ha- it's forgettable. Yeah, it's, my I, cake I gave them all zero. Are really low for. Lo- I've got a few zeros as well. Yeah, not bad songs, just forgettable. Yeah, um, yeah, but look, that's um, that's Winnie the Pooh. Gorgeous. Really, really gorgeous. gorgeous. And it's, it was really lovely and really a nice surprise to hear the Disney chorus again. Yeah. Because when it started up, I was like, oh, fuck, I just, I've, I've missed this almost. Like something I really love about, you know, some of those older films, Peter Pan in particular, is that that second start of the ride, that arrangement gorgeous. that they do is just stunning. And this just sort of gave me that same sort of like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I consider Mary Poppins and this mm. the Sherman's best work. Okay. I love it. Absolutely love it. It's right. a pity we can't say the Jungle Book because 
you go to the Jungle Book and then you realise they wrote like one. Yeah. <laughs> the, be- the best song in that was not theirs. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I adore the work in this. And even though I find a lot of it forgettable, mm. I find a lot of it so so beautiful and appropriate at the time. It's just not yeah. catchy. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's like it, it serves its purpose. And even though a lot of the songs, are, you know, like I said, a lot of the songs I didn't remember, it served a purpose in the movie at the time and it just added to this overall charming vibe. Like the movie is charming. Mm. Watch the fucking movie. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but look, that brings us to song number two and that is Up, Down. Touch the Ground. Touch the Ground. While I up, down, touch the ground, I think of things to chew, like honey and milk and chocolate, with a hefty, happy appetite, I'm a hefty, happy poo. With a hefty, happy appetite, It's funny listening to them again now, I go, oh, I was way too harsh on this song, and so I'm like, I'm adjusting scores <laughs> slightly as I'm re-listening to them now. Because that was that's it's fun. It's just a little fun it's song. It's so cute, and it's a song about I exercise so I eat more. Yeah. I exercise because yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes me hungry. It's like the opposite reason that everyone else yeah. exercises is like I want to get fatter. I want to yeah. eat more, and I exercise and it makes me hungry. Yeah, yeah. I resonate so much. <laughs> I um I've been going on and off keto lately, yeah. like um just. Because I find that's a diet that works for me, but I only do it so that I can drop some weight and go. Oh fuck it, I can keep making my focaccias and yeah. eating so much bread. Like it's just <laughs> keto focaccias. Like yeah, you yeah. couldn't be more opposite I know, ends of I know, that spectrum. I know. And this is why I am constantly in a state of keto rage yeah. because I'm just I want to eat all the I focaccia. Need a focaccia. <laughs> so I resonate with poo. Um, but look, I rated up, down, touch the ground. Um, three for music. Mm-hmm. Three for lyrics, a two for animation, a one for contribution, and a zero for cake score. I gave it four for music, four for lyrics, five for animation. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It is so cute. He's exercising and then he splits and he has to sew himself back up. Um, I must have missed that. Oh, it's so cute. Um, contribution, I gave four. Says so much about Pooh. Like, so much. He's not very bright. He loves food. He's a little odd and he's proud of who he is. Like, he's got, he's so self aware. And he's like, I'm, he, he, there's a lyric like, I'm round and I, I love it or something like, yeah. he's so proud of who he is. He's so special. I gave it, I gave it four for contribution and I gave it two for cake, but I'm going to revise that because thinking about it, all I can remember is up. Down, touch the ground. Yeah. That's it. So I'm going to give it one for cake. Okay. I agree with your assessment of this song and its contribution. I'm not going to change my score just because I've made the score, um, but I agree with your assessment. you made your choice. I was, I was incorrect perhaps, but that's what I'm rating it at. These songs like bang, 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 bang. So this goes straight into Rumbly in My Tummy. Time to munch an early lunch and humdy dum dum dum. Oh, I wouldn't climb this tree if a pool flew like a bee. But I wouldn't be a bear then, so I guess I wouldn't care then. That's my favourite part. I love his little laugh. If a pool flew like a bee. 
You know, I just listened to it. I've already forgotten it. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel the same. My case, my cake scores go from wow to pew. pew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! How did you rate Rumbly in my tumbly? I gave this a two for music. Mm-hmm. So I did. I didn't give everything fives and fours in this movie. Yep. Um, two for music, three for lyrics, three for animation, three for contribution, zero for cake. Okay. Yep. Uh, we're actually quite similar on this one. So I gave a three, a three for music and a two for lyrics. So I just swapped those swapped around. Um, three for animation, uh, two for contribution, and a zero for cake. Yep. Not much more to say about no, that one, and, is it? And that's the thing about all of these songs. Like we said, they're just kind of like they, they serve their purpose. There's a lot of them, but they all, all go for like 30 seconds. Especially when they just go bang, bang, bang. Like I think these first three – oh, no, these first – yeah, these first three, Winner the Pooh almost goes straight into Up Down, which almost goes straight into Rumbling My Tummy. And then we have this little break where he goes and gets the balloon and yeah. then he sings Little Black Rain Cloud. Yeah. Which was a really fun sequence, but um, I should have just gone straight into the song, shouldn't I? Well, I said crowd, so uh, yeah, which yeah. goes straight into Little Black Rain Cloud. I'm just a little black rain cloud hovering under the honey tree. I'm only a little black rain cloud Pay no attention to little me Oh, everyone knows that a rain cloud Never eats honey, no, not a nap Cute Cute Very cute This is so cute And it's like, do I look like a cloud? And Christopher Rum's like, nope (laughs) (laughs) I... Was very harsh on this song. Oh, it's so cute. What and, did you give it? Oh, look, no, I've just changed it because just listening to it there, there's some really fun little nuances there that I really like. It's really the, like, sweet. Under the little honey tree. Like, I just really like that sort of little bouncy. It feels honey like a tree. carousel. Yeah, it yeah. does feel like a carousel. Actually, that's, yeah, it does. It feels like a carousel. I'm just a little black like down Really love that. Um, So I'm giving it a three for music, Mm -hmm. uh, a two for lyrics, Mm -hmm. a three for animation, uh, a two for contribution, and a zero for cake score. Right. I gave it – my numbers are all out of whack. I'm very confused about what I've done. I gave this a four for music. Mm Mm-hmm. Two for lyrics. Yep. Three for animation. Mm-hmm. Two for contribution. Three for cake score. Right. Okay. I remember it. I'm just a little mm. black rain, rain cloud. cloud. <laughs> it's very cute. And I like the, I just, I love the simplicity of the idea. Mm. Which is like very obviously audaciously, uh, not audacious, ostentatious in its execution. I just love that he's like, well, of course I'll disguise myself as a rain cloud. And I'll sing a little tune as I go up there. And it is a big improvement on what's in the book. I think the yeah. book's a little bit boring. Uh, but this is, yeah, it's just cute. Yeah, it is. It's cute. It fails horribly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at least he doesn't get shot. No, no. And the, the whole bit with the bees like in his mouth and he keeps spitting them out. It was oh, quite funny. And it's in time. And this is why I gave it four for music because yeah. the score following the song, which is still an extension of the song, mm. is so cleverly done in time with the animation or yeah. vice versa. No, it'll be animation then score. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just thought it was really, really well done. Mm. I loved it. Ah, absolutely. 
Um, but that brings us to the next song. Man, they punch these songs out yeah. in this first in the first one. Especially. The first movie's full of music. Yeah. Um, which is Mind Over Matter. Now the time has come for booing, but the desire did for boo. And since we pledge to be unwedged, that's what we're going to do. He'll be booed and he'll be tugged, and eventually unplugged. We'll have a tug of war to open Rabbit's door. Um, so uh, I'm assuming this is the one where he's stuck in the hole, right? This is where he's stuck in the hole and then it's sort of like a call to arms and everyone shows up to pull him out. Including Because <laughs> the they don't they don't decide to wait weeks or months for him to get skinny. Yeah. yeah God, that's, that's so right. funny. We'll just have to wait for you to get skinny. Yeah. <laughs> How long will that take? Days, weeks. weeks. Months. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eeyore. <laughs> I just love how, like, sort of unfazed Pooh is. He's just like, oh, bother. You know, <laughs> like, oh, well, I guess I'm stuck here. Think, and Rabbit, oh, God. I just, I loved this. Yeah. I loved this. He is very softly spoken, our little our little Pooh, silly yeah. old Pooh. Um, and I think that that's something really... Uh, really lovely about this movie. And if you were, like, going to show it to kids, it's, it's a very... Calm movie. Yeah, he never gets angry. He just accepts. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, he's like the ultimate resilience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you know, a lot of the sort of more modern Disney's are quite action packed, really. Like if you think about mm. Moana or um, yeah, yeah. even Frozen and Frozen Two, you know, they're they're quite action packed. This is very calm, very just until Rabbit rocks up and is like, no. Don't feed the bear and like bashes the sign yeah. into the ground. Yeah. I love rabbit. Yeah. Don't feed the bear. That is quite funny. Uh, is what quite did you funny. give it? Uh, I gave it a. Uh, I think this is the only song I sort of actively didn't like. Yeah, I didn't love this. Um, and I gave it a two for music mm-hmm. and a two for lyrics. Mm-hmm. Gave it a three for animation because mm-hmm. all that stuff's very fun. The rabbit stuff, the um, them pulling him and like Eeyore's tail getting pulled out, very fun. Um, a one for contribution. And a zero for cake. You gave it higher than me, but then like a big flip on contribution. So I gave it one for music, two for lyrics, two for animation, four for contribution, zero for cake. Purely because I was like, "Uh, if you take the song out and he doesn't get out. Like it's yeah, it, yeah, they, yeah. they fully explain we're gonna play tug of war and get him out and I was no, like oh the fair. song the song does serve a purpose there yeah they're not just singing mind over matter you'll get over it they're like no this is what we're gonna do so I was like you can have the contribution store but it was, uh, it was okay kind of boring no that's fair that's fair and that's the end of the first mm. film inverted commas yeah. Am I in the next chapter too? Oh, <laughs> I just love it. I love this framing device. I love the way it's animated. Mm. I love it. I love it. It is. Very, and there was one point when like, um, it was like, the, it must be in blustery day. The words are getting like blown away in the wind or something. Yeah. That was very, very cool. And uh, must give credit to the original illustrator of the book. His name was Ernest Shepard. And interestingly, Winnie the Pooh in his illustrations wasn't based on the bear that Christopher Robin had and wasn't based on the real bear because the real bear is a black bear. Um, it was based on his son's bear and his okay. son's bear, bear's name was Growler, which I think is really <laughs> cute. Uh, but that his illustrations are beautiful and I think that the Disney animators have beautifully translated it in a way that they've Disney-fied it but it's so recognisable mm. when you put – the original illustrations side by side. I, I always think of um, the image of 
uh, Pooh holding on to Piglet when he's flying away in the yeah, air in this yeah, one. Yeah. Um, if you put the animated cell next to the original illustration, it's very faithful and mm. respectful of the original. They haven't sort of gone, ah, oh, you know, we're going to do our own thing. We're Disney. They've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've really, um, they've really paid their respects. That's there. awesome. That's really cool. Mm. Yeah, just adds to the charmingness of this movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but that brings us to uh, a very blustery day. Hum, dum, dum, diddy, dum. Hum, dum, dum. Oh, the wind is lashing lustily. And the trees are thrashing thrustily. And the leaves are rustling gustily. So it's rather safe to say that it seems that it may turn out to be. It feels that it will undoubtedly. Don't let him finish his sentence, Will. Nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this song is a song that is so. The film is called "The Blistery Day." This is the opening number. What a was rainy the song blistery day. A rainy blustery day. Rainy My bad. blistery. Rainy blistery. Oh wait, I've put blustery in the title and blistery in the song. Either way, it's a weird mm. word. Yeah. Um, whatever. I gave it one for music, two for lyrics, two for animation, one for contribution, zero for cake. I was like, meh, whatever. Yeah. Uh look. Okay. Yeah. Fair. We're we're. Close. We do the same. So, like if you had the the curvature, we're the same. <laughs> um, I had a two for music, a three for lyrics, only because I really like the whole like um, blustery, flustery, th- thrustily like <laughs> rhyme. I think that's really really cute. Yeah. So I gave that a three. Um, three for animation, two for contribution, and a zero for cake score. All right. Mm. Not much to really talk about. There. Not much to really talk about. It's we, it's raining. It's bucketing, and mm. piglets flying away. This is when we sort of get the weird, and yeah, then we sort of go to nighttime, and then we get the weird gun scene that we talked the about. The weird gun scene, yeah. And we're introduced to Tigger. <laughs> the wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tigger's a wonderful thing. The tops are made out of rubber. The bottoms are made out of springs. The bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. Uh, but the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I'm the only one. That's wonderful thing about Tiggers. It's a very cool song. Yes. I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like Tigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave it mm-hmm. a three for music, mm-hmm. a two for lyrics, a four for animation, a four for contribution, and a three for cake score. Are you okay? <laughs> well... Oh, fucking hell. Did you give this straight fives? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. I can't fault it, Will. I instantly, I can sing it the whole thing. I could do that after the first time I watched it. To yeah. be fair, I went back and watched it again. Mm. So I was like, that was amazing. They have <laughs> compacted. This incredibly out of control energy into like a 30 second mm. theme for this character. Okay. And I'm trying so hard to contain yeah, myself. I know you are. I know you are. This is the good thing about seeing you in person again. Okay. I, I debated over this score for such a long time. I'm like, it's short. I do wish it was another verse. However, mm. It's perfect. It is perfect. There is nothing you don't get from listening to that. Even if you've never, ever seen the movie, you've never even seen a picture of Tigger. Mm. 
you understand him yeah. from that. And I love that the, the wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I'm the only one. He just gets this moment of being like, I'm paperless. Now back to my bouncing. And it's fun because that moment comes as he's like bouncing away. Yeah. And so he's like singing this, I'm, as he's like bouncing away. It's very, very fun. I, I, I do agree with you. I adore him. Mm-hmm. And this is officially the very first song that I have awarded flat fives to. It <sighs> is fantastic musically. Lyrically, the animation is brilliant. It's mm. so quick um, and fun. Yeah. The contribution to story, it's like, it's, it's Tigger. That song is Tigger. Yeah. And the cake score, I can I could sing it straight away, word mm. for word. Okay. And they, they bring it back once or twice more in this film. Once. And yeah. then it comes back in the final film like mm. two or three times. And you just, it's so fun. Mm. It's fun, 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 fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask, when you approach scoring, let's say lyrics, just yeah. as an example, how do you approach that? Like what, 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 uh, let's use something like bare necessities as an example, because yeah. I, I sort of loved the lyricism of that. Yeah. How does this relate to that? Are the lyrics serving purpose? Yeah. Or are they there because we, we needed a rhyme mm-hmm. or because we just, we needed another verse? Okay. Are they there just because they're there? Or does every word serve a purpose? Yeah. And for me, this, the sort of like, what's the goal of the song? The goal of the song is to introduce Tigger as quickly as freaking possible. Mm. They don't waste a syllable in it. Yeah. Um, and even going fun, 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 it's all that's doing is building on that personality and that mm. like erratic, fast paced nature of, I just got to get all this energy out. And it just, that that energy doesn't stop musically or lyrically. Yeah. And I just, like, there is no other way you could write that song. Okay. There is nothing you could do to improve that scene. All right. I hear you. I am, look, I, I know you don't need my permission, but I, I allow <laughs> I allow the flat fives. All right. Yeah. I, I accept your justification. Uh, for me, for me, it feels differently. I guess that's yeah. why it's you know it's good to have two people's perspectives yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Um, Monumentous occasion. I think that is the first flat fives. First flat fives. Congratulations! There we go. I didn't want to be first. I wanted us to go together, but yeah, I, I was yeah. like, "There's no way we'll 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 match me on this." That would be like it's such a random song to be yeah, like, yeah. "I did that too." Yeah. But I like I I feel excited just thinking about that song. Yeah. It excites me. Yeah. And, Tigger is exciting. And I think that's what makes it so heartbreaking in the third film when Rabbit says no more bouncing. Yeah. And he's like, not even a little bit of a bounce. And oh, it's just like that's all Tigger is. Mm. He's bouncing and fun. You've taken away his soul Mm. by telling him to just walk. And I was so sad watching that. And then to see him come back and then he sings the song again. I'm like, that's him. That's that's Tigger. And I, I just, I, there's a special, there's a special place in my heart for him in that song. No, that's um, that's perfectly understandable. I think the thing, the danger that I think I fall into, or the trap that I fall into often, is that I have in my head which song I think is going to get flat fives from me. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not going to spoil that right now. But that's the, that's the song that I sort of think about, and every time we sort of think about how we score these songs, that's the song I secretly kind of compare it to, mm. and that's that's something I shouldn't do. 
But I guess that when I then go to, to write songs, I look for reasons to mark a song down yeah. as opposed to celebrating its brilliance and its simplicity and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I, I sort of go, well, no, the lyrics aren't clever enough or something like yeah. that. So I completely accept your justification for your fives. And I think that's, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think I yeah. do the same thing. Like there are, there are, so, there's actually like more than one song in my head that I'm thinking that that has to be flat fives. Mm. And I do, I did pull this next to them. Yeah. And I think the way I justified it is the reason I would give them flat fives, mm. completely different reasons to yeah. what I give this. Yeah. But I don't think, I, I justified myself. There is no reason that because this song is, 30 seconds long as opposed to three and a half minutes long. Yeah. There's no reason I should say, well, too bad and dismiss that if I so firmly believe I couldn't have done that song mm. better. I'm like, no, have have my flat fives. Yeah. I don't think that song could be done better. Take it. Sort of like when I was um, writing Corella and I didn't give that flat fives. It got close to it. But there was, I, I think I was talking about the animation. I was like, you yeah. couldn't do that better. It's great. And uh, and the music. Yeah. You can do that better. Um, and for this, I was like, there's just nothing about it you could do better. Mm. Have it. Um, but we will always have different ideas of what what we think could and couldn't be done better. And I think that's mm. why we need two of us to do this. Otherwise, I'll be yeah. like, Tigger wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Podcast. podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, absolutely. But it's interesting hearing you talk about your reasons why you gave this flat fives because mm. when I think about this this song that I think is, you know, unless something else comes along, that's going to be the first one I give flat fives to. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the only one, but I think I that's going to God, be the first one. I swear to God, if you give flat fives to a song from Tarzan, I will end this podcast. Two worlds, one family. <laughs> no. That's no, no, it. No, 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 no. I'm out. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm better than that. I'm going to be nicer to you than that. But, yeah, it's funny. When I think about why I would give that flat fives, you've just described pretty much every reason why I would give yeah. that one flat fives. So why wouldn't I give something like this flat fives? It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, awesome. I well think, done. Yeah, you can't look for similar style. You need to mm. look for similar reason. And yeah. that's it's hard to split them. Yeah, it's very yeah. hard to split them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay. Cool. So moving on to songs that I didn't give flat fives to. Yeah. Uh, Heffalumps and Woozles. They're black. They're brown. They're out. They're in. They're out. They're all about. They're far. They're near. They're gone. They're here. They're quick and slick. They're insincere. Beware. 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 A Heffalump or Woozle is very confusal. The Heffalump or Woozle's very sly. 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 They come with ones and twosles, but if they so twosles, before your eyes you'll see them multiply. Fly. 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 some whistles. Actively angry, lowest score I've ever given. Really? Yep. Interesting. All right, hit me. Complete and utter ripoff. Of Pink Elephants. Pink Elephants on Parade. Parade. Yes, I said it as I was sitting there watching it. I was like, what the fuck have they done? <laughs> okay. It's almost identical animation. Yeah. Look out, look out, Pink Pink Elephants Elephants on Parade. Parade. It's the same song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can tell they went, do that. Yeah. They've made a song that is almost identical. They have very obviously recycled the animation, Mm. very obviously, and I'm sure I haven't I haven't done it, but I'm sure if we went to YouTube and looked up those two there scenes, someone's put them next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I gave it one 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 zero zero. Yeah. Okay. I gave it a two two one one zero. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, you're right. Um, Pink elephants on parade is better than that. Yeah. 
I think I think you're right. Yes, Pink Elephants on Parade is better. Um, I did like a little bit of the animation, not a lot of it, but um, it, it serves no purpose. So really, that 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 one should probably be a zero, because it uh, it's just yeah. Anyway, what an unusual view, and I can't even already. You've played it, and I can't remember it because Pink Elephants on Parade is in my yeah, head. Yeah, no, it, it's the same gone. song. It's gone. It's gone. Um, all right. So next up. We have a song which I have not scored because I forgot it existed. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, this song finished, and I went, "Oh crap, I've got to rate that." Mm, like yeah. this song just kind of comes and goes. Yeah, like rain, because it's called the rain, rain, rain came down, down, down. The rain, rain, rain came down, down, down in rushing, rising rivers till the river crept out of its bed and crept right into. For Piglet he was frightened with quite a rightful fright And so in desperation a message he did write Hmm. Hmm. So I'm literally just scoring it now because I completely forgot it existed. Oh dear. <laughs> um, it's got a nice harmony. It's a really fantastic animation sequence. Yeah. So this is when Piglet's house is flooding and he's trying it yeah. for like everything that he can mm. in his little way to stop it flooding. So he's floating along and he grabs a ladle and tries to fill the floating pots with water. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's so, so cute. And it's just like, what are you doing, mate? And he just keeps like jumping into new things and eventually he floats away. Mm. Um, I thought the animation sequence in this was <laughs> beautiful. The song's yeah. a bit boring, but the, the sequence is great. No, I do remember the sequence, um, <laughs> having listened to the song and having you spoke about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that was very cool. <laughs> cute. And that's when they end up at Al's house from yeah. memory. And then Al just takes Piglet's house. In the end. In the very yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to say that's my house. Because yeah. Eeyore finds it and says yes, this is the best right. house in the world. Trespasser will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I really, really love the harmony of the Disney chorus there. Just the, the melody and harmony, I think it, it works really love well together. Which is why you gave it three. Which is why I gave it three. I'm good. There you go. <laughs> what do you think I gave it for lyrics? Two? Yeah. Hey, all right. You gave it four for animation. Yes. And um, contribution to story. You don't do half marks, so I'm going to say three. Two. You should have given it two and a half. And uh, cake score, you gave it zero. Completely forgot it existed. Yep. <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> We've been doing this too long. Oh, so long. <laughs> so I gave it two for music, two for lyrics, five for animation because I yep. thought it was a brilliant job. Yep. Um, two and a half for contribution and one for cake because okay. I do remember the rain, rain, rain came down, down, down. Something, yeah. something, something. I'm stunned that you did that. Well done. <laughs> I'm quite proud of yeah. That's why I got stuck because I was like, you don't do half marks. Yeah. And you should have given it two and a half, but yeah. you might have given it three. Yeah. Wrong yeah. way. No, wrong way, but well done. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, that brings us to the last song in the movie called Hip Hip Pooray. So we say. Oh, 
One for music. Mm-hmm. Two for lyrics. Mm-hmm. Three for animation. And mm-hmm. it's going to keep. Two for contribution. Zero for cake. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two for music. Mm-hmm. Two for lyrics. Mm-hmm. Two for animation. Mm-hmm. One for contribution. Mm-hmm. And zero for cake. Hmm. Pretty similar. Yeah. That's uh, that's all of them. There's a lot of songs there. And then we get to the third movie and nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, literally... oh, this makes sense because there's three movies. That's all in the first two movies. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. And the Heffalumps and Woozles segment is like five minutes of that second yeah. movie. So, yeah. But look, that's um, that's Winnie the Pooh. Let's, uh, let's just take a quick second and calculate the scores. Stackers, you know what time it is? Everyone knows what time it is if you've been listening to the show. That's right, team. <laughs> Angie's anecdotes. Uh, I don't actually think Angie likes this movie all that much, if I'm being completely honest. <gasps> yeah. Um, so maybe it's just that we were feeding off each other's mood. You know how you do that when you're living yeah. with someone. I was in a foul mood. That probably sort of fed into her <laughs> a little bit. It's your fault. It is my fault. Oh, it's your it, fault. It is my fault. It is my fault. Ah, oh, that's my fault. <laughs> oh, God. Um. So the very start of the movie, uh, we're introduced to Pooh and Pooh's doing his sort of daily thing and he's singing up, down, touch the ground and all that sort of stuff. Down, touch the, the ground. Uh, I don't even remember how that song goes. We literally just listened to it like up, 20 minutes down, ago. Up, down, touch the ground. There we go. Okay, I think I've got everything <laughs> I need to. Uh, that gets a three for music. <laughs> um, but so Angie is watching Pooh do his thing and I get this tirade. This is all said... Very quickly, one after the other. Okay. Are we supposed to believe his name is Pooh? And why is his name Pooh? I hope we get an answer. This is very cute. Where does this sit in the Pooh timeline? Before or after the TV show? Is there a TV show? Are you listening to me? Why are you typing? (laughs) (laughs) So we have a winner. Absolutely we do. And what a winner. What a winner. Shooting right to number two. Number two on the ranking, overall ranking. And number three. On the music and lyrics ranking. There we go. It is the wonderful thing about Tiggers. The wonderful thing about Tiggers. It's Tiggers, the wonderful thing. The tops are made of the river. The bottoms are made of the springs. The bouncy, flouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Yeah. A deserving winner. Yay! A deserving winner. What a song. Worth noting that the theme, Winnie the Pooh, has shot to number four Mm -hmm. on the overall scores as well. So we've got two in the top five now, which pushes um, All in the Golden Afternoon out of the top ten. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm. All right. So what's sitting just under the Winnie the Pooh then? So in order, our top ten overall scores are... In 10th place, Dig Dig slash Hi Ho. Let's be honest, it's Hi Ho, mm. not Dig Dig. Yeah. Even though Dig Dig Dig, yeah, we Dig 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 the hard all day through. That's dig, kind of catchy. Dig, oh, I do remember that song. Yeah, yeah. that's got the um the echoes in it. Yeah. As well. On the mine. On the mine. On the mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, in ninth position, we have You Can Fly from Peter Pan. Beautiful song. 
in eighth position, The Walrus and the Carpenter, the oh. song that everyone raged about Mate. before we put in the cake score. <laughs> the hate mail will keep me awake <laughs> for years to come. You think we're kidding? We ain't. Um, in seventh place, we have The Beautiful Once Upon a Dream from Sleeping Beauty. Yep. In sixth place, we have Bella Notte from Lady and the Tramp. Mm-hmm. In fifth place, Will's favourite, The Bare Necessities oh. from The Jungle Book. In fourth place, Winnie the Pooh from The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mm -hmm. In third place, Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boo from Cinderella. In second place, The Wonderful Thing About Tiggers is number two. And I'm so excited. From The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And in first place, holding strong with a total score of 44 points is Cruella de Vil Mm. from 101 Dalmatians. Strong top ten. We have a strong top ten. Strong top 10. And we're just getting stronger. We are about to turn the corner in you know, five movies or so into the Renaissance, which is going to be... It's coming. Uh, it's, coming. it's coming. It's coming. We can, can almost taste it. smell the mermaid salt water. Prince Eric. But look, we've still got a couple of movies to get there, stackers. And the next one that we're going to be talking about in two weeks is The Rescuers, also from 1977. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I liked it as a child. I don't think it's going to hold up. I actually, I completely agree. Yeah. I do remember liking this as a kid, yet I remember so little. But I think I liked The Rescuers Down Under as a kid, so that doesn't really, Mm. um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had, um, do you remember like Little Golden Books? Yes, I do. I think I had a Little Golden Book of The Rescuers. And I think I read that a lot from memory. Mm. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, thank you guys for joining us for The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Do Mm. highly recommend it for to chuck it on for kids. Um, it's, It's a really, really charming little film and we will see you next week for episode 15 the rescuers and until then i'm stackers and i'm will bye Bye. how powerful is the cox network so powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.